Rhapsodize presents A selection of poems in honor of the rhapsodes of ancient Greece performed by Bob Gonzalez, a contemporary rhapsode and founder of Rhapsodize, a poetry performance initiative aiming to cultivate contemporary rhapsodes and rhapsodizing. Rhapsodes of ancient Greece performed the poetry of Homer and Hesiod, poets central to their culture, from memorized scripts. They appeared when literacy was just beginning to develop in that society. They performed professionally and often in competition. Contemporary rhapsodes, as I envision them, perform the poems central to their language and culture. For many English-speaking rhapsodes, these would include poems of Shakespeare, Dunn, Wordsworth, Coleridge, Keats, Shelley, Byron, Dickinson, Whitman, Frost, and many, many others. For this performance, I have chosen passages from Homer and Hesiod, rendered in original English versions, as a tribute to the performers who inspire this performance initiative. First, though, a passage from Plato's Ion, a dialogue between his teacher Socrates and Ion, a rhapsode of the time. Socrates tells Ion, I often envy the profession of a rhapsode, Ion, for you have always to wear fine clothes, and to look as beautiful as you can is a part of your art. Then again you are obliged to be continually in the company of many good poets, and especially of Homer, who is the best and most divine of them, and to understand him and not merely learn his words by rote is a thing greatly to be envied, and no man can be a rhapsode who does not understand the meaning of the poet, for the rhapsode ought to interpret the mind of the poet to his hearers, but how can he interpret him well unless he knows what he means? All this is greatly to be envied. What would have been a passage from Homer that Ion might have performed? Certainly excerpts from his two great epics, Iliad and Odyssey, but as a warm-up at festivals like the Panathenia, he most likely would have voiced one of Homer's hymns to the gods. I shall sing of the revered Aphrodite, the golden-crowned, the beautiful, who has for her portion the mountain crests of sea-girt Cyprus. There the strength of the west wind, moistly blowing, carried her amid soft foam over the wave of the resounding sea. The golden-ringed hours did gladly welcome her, and clad her about in immortal raiment, and on her deathless head set a well-wrought crown, fair and golden and in her ears put earrings of oricalcum and of precious gold. Her delicate neck and white bosom they adorned with chains of gold, wherewith I bedecked the golden-ringed hours themselves, when they come to the glad dance of the gods in the dwelling of the Father. Soon, when they had thus adorned her all in goodliness, they led her to the immortals, who gave her greeting when they beheld her and welcomed her with their hands, and each god prayed that he might lead her home to be his wedded wife. So much they marveled at the beauty of the fair garland Cytherean, 
hail you of the glancing eyes you sweet winsome goddess and grant that i bear off the victory in this contest and lend grace to my song while i remember you the other most popular poet to rhapsodize was hesiod here is the opening to theogony hesiod's account of the birth of the gods it appropriately enough begins with an account of the muses who inspire poets as poets inspire rhapsodes of the heliconian muses let us begin to sing who hold the great and holy mount of helicon and dance on soft feet about the deep blue spring and the altar of the almighty son of kronos and when they have washed their tender bodies they make their fair lovely dances on highest helicon and move with vigorous feet from there they rise and go abroad by night veiled in thick mist and utter their song with lovely voice praising zeus the aegis-bearer and queenly hera of argos who walks on golden sandals and the daughter of zeus the aegis-bearer bright-eyed athena and phoebus apollo and artemis who delights in arrows and poseidon the earth-bearer who shakes the earth and quick-glancing aphrodite and the holy race of all the other deathless ones that are forever and one day they taught hesiod glorious song while he was shepherding his lambs under holy helicon and this word first the goddesses said to me the muses of olympus daughters of zeus who bears the aegis shepherds of the wilderness wretched things of shame mere bellies we know how to speak many false things as though they were true but we know when we will to utter true things so said the ready-voiced daughters of great zeus and they plucked and gave me a rod a shoot of sturdy laurel a marvellous thing and breathed into me a divine voice to celebrate things that shall be and things that were in the past and they bade me sing of the race of the blessed gods that are eternally but ever to sing of themselves both first and last.